Welcome to another episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. We are coming to you recording on a Tuesday. I'm here with JD and David. What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Justin. How are you? I am fantastic. Still cold and dreary and um, <laughs> here where I'm at. How about you guys? Uh, pretty good. And it's uh, a little more sunny today. It's still cold, but it's, it's sunny out. Lucky you. And then David in Florida. John David in Florida. Sunny, sunny and 65. Beautiful walk to class today. Not a cloud in the sky. It's been nice. I'm loving it. Rub it in. <laughs> rub it in. Everything going well? You guys, uh, you're, everything back to normal for you guys? And mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually my wife's birthday today, so we celebrated this morning. She's getting lunch with her friends right now, so it's been a good day. Going to the park later to celebrate? <laughs> maybe this weekend we'll see awesome that's fantastic have you guys had a had caught up on boba fett and had a good a week of watching disney plus and consuming disney content as normal i i am caught up on boba fett how about you guys yeah mm-hmm. i am it was a little late but got episode four in and episode five releases i think at midnight tonight can't wait yes mm-hmm. yeah yes. have you guys watched anything else on disney plus maybe not star wars related or any <laughs> disney movies so um, we again, once again, I've seen another ha- Encanto once again, half of it anyway. My kids <laughs> had it on, and um, also um, I actually restarted. This is not on Disney Plus, but it's Marvel. Um, I restarted Daredevil. Um, three episodes into that season one, okay. we had talked about actually, it, and yeah, and I wanted to. I, I, he's my favorite character, and that, that series is is so great. I wanted to watch it again, really see if my oldest teenage son. I felt comfortable letting him watch it and, um, you know, just kind of going through that again. But, man, it holds up. I mean, the first three season one, first few episodes, it's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I've been rewatching Daredevil and and uh, again in Kanto. And I'm sure there's a couple. Oh, yeah. I've been watching Get Back on the Beatles oh, yeah. a little bit. Uh, the Peter Jackson kind of uh, documentary that they've released and was so hyped. And, man, I'm about an hour into the, um, the first the first section of that and absolutely loving it. It's fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah, I can't. So I, it, I really want to watch that. So I, I haven't really read a lot. I haven't seen a, bo- a lot about it. How? What's the kind of layout? Is it like episodes of it about the Beatles, the history of the Beatles? What is it like? Yeah, it's like I think three parts, three or four parts, okay. about an hour and a half. They're different lengths, but I think the total amount is about seven or eight hours. And wow. um, what this is, uh, apparently the story is back in whatever year it was, uh, they had just finished a tour and, and albums and they had a schedule, like a TV concert scheduled, a live thing. And they had three weeks or two and a half weeks to write an entire album. So they rented out the studio and they they had cameras come in to kind of document the whole process. And it's everything you would expect. It's high pressure. They're tired. There's some creative stuff. And, and I'm an hour in and there's already some fascinating things going on with just you know, you could tell they're stressed and they're, they're that we maybe we should postpone this thing. They're saying things like um, maybe we should just do co- some cover songs to kind of, you know, lighten the load a little bit. And it's just fascinating to get behind the scenes and see this. It's all digitally remastered. The sound's fantastic. Um, there's people in and out. They're all smoking cigarettes and drinking <laughs> beer the whole time. You know, it's fascinating stuff. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, the the Beatles definitely a classic for me. Love their music, but I need to watch that because I don't really know a lot about their story and stuff like that. I know we've said a, a little fun uh, Disney tip about the Beatles is they actually broke up at the Polynesian Resort, right? That Offici- isn't there some. Well, there's yeah, there's it, officially. Uh, I think they were broke. They they had dissolved as a band, but John Lennon was at 
Disney World staying at the Polynesian when he signed the papers, you know, that he, that, and it officially was the last person to sign the papers and it was done. Disney, wow. Disney was where the Beatles broke up. And they can, they're, they're, if you didn't know that, the Beatles are broke up. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's actually a room that people can point you to. They, but this is the room it happened in. But I don't know that there's actual documentation. But there, there's good speculation of even which room it is. He, if you're going to say the Polynesian, you might ask for the John Lennon historical suite. <laughs> Fascinating tidbit. And then, so it makes sense that this would be released on Disney Plus, and they would go after this. And I think they're actually the concert that resulted is actually coming out on IMAX here in the next little bit. I'm excited to see that too, but I'm only a little bit in, but it's fantastic. If you're anywhere interested in the behind the scenes creative process of how these things happen, it's a lot of what you would, well, I say it's what you would expect. You might not expect. Sometimes you think, well, these songs, they just sit down and they write these songs. And, and it's a lot of times it's just a lot of dead ends and just doodling around on a guitar and somebody humming some random lyrics that make no sense whatsoever. And that turning into something else. And, um, it's fascinating to watch it and I can't wait to get through to the end. And David, I think you would love it. So you should, I, I know. Uh, hey, do you know, this is a, another little trivia tidbit and, and this is kind of legend too, but do you know what Disney animated movie, uh, did they consider ask the, they asked the Beatles to be a part of, do you know that one? I'm trying to think, um, I'm trying to think of a guess. No. Peach Jungle Dragon? Book. Jungle, Book, Jungle Book, really? Book. Yeah, the wow. vultures. The vultures, they yeah. all talk like this. And it's, they were originally going to ask the, the, the Beatles to do it. And I, I, I always heard the rumor was that John Lennon said there was no way he was working for Disney or something like that. So, which is kind of interesting that he ends up going to Disney World. But, uh, but anyway, I always thought there was, must be some, you know, because really back then Disney was seen as such a, uh, wholesome, you know, back, uh, like dated in- entertainment in a lot of ways, but yeah, I guess they decided to keep the, 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 I mean, cause it's definitely Liverpool accents that those guys are, are doing when they're playing the vultures. But then the Sherman brothers wrote a, like a barbershop quartet <laughs> instead of a, instead of a Beatles like tune, but yeah. Fascinating. That's, that's I don't funny. know if it was, I don't know if it was Walt himself that asked, but I've heard that story more than once that there there was talk about asking the Beatles. And so that's funny. The idea of John Lennon staying at the Polynesian Resort. Someone needs to some needs to do some digging and find a picture of him on Small World or something and make that go viral because <laughs> that would be a funny picture. That's fun. Well, some some uh, another thing that I was watching that I wanted to tell you guys about Um while watching Boba Fett, I was kind of looking through Disney Plus, and I don't know if you guys know about this, but if you click on the Star Wars section and Disney Plus, um, there's this whole category um, of Star Wars, the Clone Wars, you know, the animated series that they did, um, tons of se- uh, seasons. I think there's like eight or nine seasons where I'm like, there's no way I can possibly watch through like every single episode. Um, but they've created a category where it's the essential clone wars episodes and there's like great idea there's like 10 episodes there where it's got all of the the background of the big characters and there's one episode that relates like a lot to the mandalorian which kind of helped explain some of those characters in that so i watched the first three episodes so far i'm going to watch the rest but you guys definitely need to check it out it's super cool all right that's great to know great 
Anything yeah. that edits the, the 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 content down to a reasonable bite-sized form, <laughs> I'm all for. I like I'm a subscriber of and they're not, you know, they don't give us any money to say this, but Blinkist, have you heard of that? It's like an yes. app that takes books and, and and summarizes them for you in 15 minutes. And wow. so uh I love stuff like that. So if Disney you can Plus get is the, starting to give give us that, then get, that's you, fantastic. You get the basic idea of the book without reading all the huh. examples. You get you get the bullet points. You're 20 minutes, man, point. and you got it. And then, honestly, for me, it let me, lets me know, if, do I want to read this book or not, right? Or do I get the gist of it? I love it. So yeah, it's awesome. all that to say, if that, that, should be, that should be a prominent Disney Plus feature, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> especially for, you know, as we expand the Marvel Universe and Star Wars, more Star Wars series. It's like, eventually, in 20 years, you know, you know, the idea of me having a kid and being like, we're going to watch every single Marvel thing. It's like, that's a huge thing. But it's like, if they put it down to, you know, the most monumental, you know, TV series, because you right just this couple of past years, how many Marvel TV shows have we gotten? It's a lot. So, I mean, I'm sure they'll they'll find some creative, fun way to put it all together. But anyways, the topic for our show today is we're talking all about Disney live action remakes. Um, it kind of happened in 2015, I think is when it really started to become a popular thing where Disney was taking these classic animated, you know, princess movies and Lion King and Aladdin and all these very well loved movies. And they started to remake them and, um, you know, started to do them again. So what is, what's y'all's opinion? I'm curious. To, I haven't heard a lot of people talk um, about these movies in the sense of a critical aspect of do we like Disney basically remaking the movies that we already know the story of? What do y'all think? Do y'all want to see more or do y'all have y'all had your, your, uh, your amount of Disney remakes? Well, you know, I've enjoyed, uh, all of them, uh, to a degree. I mean, some more than others, but, uh, you know, I, I never, I never mind watching, uh, one just to see what it's going to be, but there, yeah. uh, there are, haven't been as many that I've wanted to watch over and over. <laughs> Yeah, but it's still good. I mean, and they're obviously a huge fan favorite. I think that when pro when uh, characters and places are loved so much that when you find out, hey, there's they're going to redo it, it's fun to go see it. I mean, just to compare it and see, you know, what it was like. I think if you have a, especially if, like if you grew up in the '90s and you've got just huge nostalgia for beauty and the beast and aladdin and lion king you're going to want to see it again with a you know with a new a new take on it and new and new voice actors and new you know new visuals so it's it's always fun to see yeah, yeah it's definitely dis- go ahead yeah, go ahead <laughs> i was just gonna say it's been interesting for sure saying we have movies like lion king which they've been almost you know, frame for frame, story-wise, the same story. But then they kind of done other spells where they'll do the Maleficent and the Cruella where it's given us different perspectives of the story that maybe we've never thought of. Right. And the, the first one that I remember, it goes back to like 2010, was when they did the Alice in Wonderland. There yeah. were two, there actually there was a sequel to that one with Johnny Depp. And, uh, and that was, I mean, again, these stories are, Alice in Wonderland has been done you know, hundreds of times, not, I mean, besides the Disney version. So, you know, a lot of these movies uh, are pulling from all these different, different sources. They're not just pulling, they're not remaking the exact same movie. It's a remake, but it's really a a completely different movie until we, until these new musicals with Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast, to me, most of them have been, they're just like, they're the same characters, but it's a completely different, uh, 
or, you know, a completely different retelling. It, it may nod to the, to the old Disney classic, but only a little bit. Yeah. I don't disagree yeah. with you guys at all. I, and as a, if you're a fan, it's kind of, it's kind of cool to, to revisit the nostalgia. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, you know, when I look at the list of the, of the remakes, um, I've seen Mulan, um, which, which I reasonably enjoyed. It's a different spin on it. Right. Um, I've seen, um, I've seen parts of Aladdin and I've seen the jungle book and I actually enjoyed the jungle book outside of that. The reason I probably haven't seen the others is because I'm just not that interested in them. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it, they don't appeal to me. Like they've never really, I look at the previews. I'm like, eh, you know, um, so no, I'm not a huge fan so far of the remake. I do understand it from a business perspective. It's just a money grab. It's easy. It's low hanging fruit and easy ways to take properties and, and milk them for a little bit more. Um, they can be interesting. I think that like Dumbo had a lot of potential because it wasn't as, as prominent a character. They were kind of taking something that was older and, and then making it, you know, Tim Burton, it was just kind of maybe a little too weird and eclectic. Um, and we were all super excited about it. And I ended up just sort of like, you know, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I wish it was more like that. I wish that the template was more Dumbo or or Aladdin, where um, they take the live action as a, as a departure from the original enough with a new spin. Um, I thought, even though I don't think uh, the, the, the live action Aladdin was fantastic, what you know, I didn't see the entire thing. I did think the soundtrack and the idea of Will Smith kind of making it his own was interesting. And the whole feel was more of a set, like a theatrical set than it was like um, it, it was just it was a different purpose and a different style. And I thought that was good. Um, yeah. So all that to say, I'm kind of I'm sort of mixed on it. Um, I don't, not necessarily looking for more and think, oh, I can't wait for that. But some of them get my curiosity too, right? Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. One in particular is this isn't actually a remake, but Lightyear, you know, the idea of Buzz Lightyear coming to life is really intriguing to me, really intriguing. So um, there's some pros on that. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I, I would agree exactly what you're saying. Like Lion King for me was one of the ones that I was most excited about. But then after seeing it in the theaters, it probably was the most anticlimactic because it didn't really elaborate on the stories like you're kind of talking about. It's like even with Jungle Book, um, it was fun getting to see other sides of, you know, Mowgli's raised by wolves and we kind of had to get more of a relationship with them. We kind of understood, you know, that relationship more and that was fun to see. So I would agree if, if they're going to do these remakes for the sense of um, showing how special these different characters are and going more into depth, then it is worth it and it's fun for Disney fans. But if it's not your favorite Disney movie and they just do a remake of the same Disney movie, it's not really special for just the average Disney fan, for sure. Completely agree. And I think you're right on. I, it's weird. The consensus seems to be like The Lion King is everybody's least favorite. Mm. Even my kids. <laughs> my kids did just right. like this is dumb. Actually, one of them said that this is the same as the other movie. And and again, I don't know what the expectations were, but just that there is more depth. There's something different to catch our attention. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. maybe that's a good lesson for him going forward. You know, like little mermaid with Lynn, Lynn Manuel Miranda, like writing the soundtrack. Like that's going to be different. I'm interested Mm -hmm. just because of that. Right. Where I probably wouldn't be otherwise. Right. What I really, what I've really liked is when it's, uh, when it's when it does follow the 
the, 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 the movie, especially when they're musicals and we still get to hear the songs, but I do like it when they add new songs to it, and, you know, and just, and take it, take it beyond. Cause I think now with, with, even with things like Encanto, obviously people can handle a little bit more music than maybe the audience has wanted 10 years ago. So I, I would like to see more of that. I think, uh, uh, I think my favorite, uh, I went back and watched uh, this week just to see if it was still, if it still held up. But I really think the jungle book uh, was, was pretty excellent. And one of the things I liked about it is you still got that you've got the classic Barrett necessities and I want to be like you kind of, but it's, it's just a different feel. In fact, in uh, when, when Walt Disney was making that movie originally in the sixties, uh, he he didn't let them. He asked them, like the writers and the and and the Sherman brothers, not to read the book. He said, "I just want to. Oh, it's a boy. He's raised by wolves. These are the characters. I want I want it fun and happy." And so this is kind of it. Actually, goes has a little bit more edge to it. Like it's it's not you know it's not just a a, a wacky <laughs> you know. F- romp it's 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 a lot about Mowgli uh I, what I liked about watching it the second time it's that he's he's learning that he really is a man like he's trying to be a wolf but they, they're telling him stop stop doing all your tricks because he can figure out how to get water with a shell and how to he learns how to use rope and he's constantly figuring these things out and Baloo's the first one that he felt he realizes that he can capitalize off this kid's abilities. And he's like, Hey, can you climb up there and get me that honey? And so he's like, you know, all the way, all the way through Mowgli's realizing who he really is before he ever goes back to the man village. And I didn't, I didn't even remember that part. So I enjoyed mm-hmm. going back this week and watching that. And uh, I think the writing, uh, John Favreau, who's of course doing now, all the Boba Fett Mandalorian. I mean, it's just, it's well-written, well thought out and then it nods in the right places, but then it has new content too, which the first, in the first, you know, he's telling, he's telling basically telling Mowgli, you're, you're working too hard. You just need to kick back and not do anything. But in this one, they kind of spin it a little bit where he's learning to do, he's yeah. learning how to grow up, which I thought was really good. Another one that I went back and watched this week, which I, I don't know that I've have seen it since I mean, I took my girls to was the Cinderella from 2015. And that's actually uh, Kenneth Branagh, who is a well-known director. And he's going to be in Death on the Nile for Disney this year. Did the Murder on the Orient Express, plays for Kilpiro. He directed that um, Cinderella. And it's actually really good. It actually nodded to the original more than I remembered. There's a lot of things that really depart. But there were, you know, the mice were still in there with CGI and they don't talk, but, you know, and the cat's still there. Lucifer's still in there. So it, it actually it actually holds up really well, too. I, I probably like those more uh, where they're different, but they're they nod as a as opposed to the ones that are just verbatim. This is just a, it's the exact same movie with a different animation style. Yeah, and it definitely seemed like 2015, you had Cinderella, and then it was a kind of a pause. You had Alice in Wonderland, the second one, Through the Looking Glass in 2016. But my biggest thing about it was I remember this little period in like 2018, 2019, where it seemed like the only Disney content we were really getting was remakes. I'm looking at the dates we have right here, and it's like in 2019 alone, we had Aladdin, Lion King, Dumbo, then you had... Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, which was the second Maleficent, uh, 
Uh, Lady and the Tramp came out on Disney Plus, and that's 2019 alone, and that's tons of content, but it was all kind of steered around this idea of characters we were already introduced to. Um, and one of my favorite things about what I love about Disney is seeing them imagine these new you know, worlds and concepts and ideas. So when you have a little drought there of no you know, original new content, it's kind of like, it takes away some of that magic, which is, I think mm-hmm. they probably just got excited and, you know, people got excited because then their new favorite character was going to be remade and stuff like that. But it was an interesting period there. Well, they were making a billion dollars, you know, at the, at the box office. Too. <laughs> that will do so it. They're going to, they're going to throw everything at it. I, you know, another one that I, I, I really forgot about uh, was the way, way, way back in the nineties, was the Glenn Close was in 101 Dalmatians, the live action. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was kind of really the precedent where they really started it, but there was a big gap. I mean, they did a jungle book in the nineties too, but it was, a, it was a different, it was just a jungle book movie. It wasn't really a, uh, a retelling of the, of the 1967 animated. So yeah. And Maleficent, um, I, re- I, re- I enjoyed Maleficent. I thought that was a good, I mean, that was that era where we want to figure out why our villains, you know, they're all, they're, they're not really villains. They're, they're just misunderstood <laughs> phase. <laughs> Seemed like there was a lot in that era, um, but it was really good. I, I thought that was a good retelling. It was yeah. just a different, I mean, it's a different version. It's not a musical. It's, it's just a different, uh, you know, telling of that. There was a yeah. kid's book series when, when my kids were little and it was Disney did a series like it was the three little pigs, but it was from the big bad wolf story of tale. Yeah. Uh, they did that where everybody Maleficent told her, I think there was a kid's book series that did that. It's also like wicked, you know, the idea right. of wizard of Oz <laughs> through the eyes of the witch. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it. the whole idea of remakes is funny though. Cause again, when you look at like Marvel, this I know we were kind of talking about it. It's like, well, if you look at these Batman movies, these Spider-Man movies, well, those are kind of remakes. So those are kind of, you know, adaptations from a comic book to a theatrical release and stuff like that. So it's all just kind of adjusting and people getting stories from different places. Well, yeah. and one of the this this week, um, you know, one of the things that sparked this idea with me was that uh, just this week I saw Lynn Manuel on Good Morning America, and they were already asking him, is there going to be an Encanto sequel? You know, so, you know, there's sequels, there's remakes, there's, you know, anytime they have a character that resonates with people, they're going to try to try to bring it back. The thing is, they always, they, they redo the ones that were the best. I always be like, wow, well, let's go back and re- let's fix the ones that didn't do well. Like, because that... I always have felt, I've always felt like, um, and I'll use this as an example is that Hocus Pocus, that, that movie mm-hmm. from the nineties wasn't a bit, wasn't a big hit in the nineties, but it's played, you know, for 20 years to, to multiple generations. Now we're going to get Hocus Pocus too. It's really big in the parks. It's really big in merchandising. They have the ability to create these when, when franchises are weak. I'm always like, you can build that up because I mean, every I, I bet you every Disney movie, if you could poll people, every Disney movie would get a vote. It's, it's somebody's favorite. I mean, there's there's the people that are diehard Lion King and Beauty and the Beast, but there's somebody that thinks 
Dumbo is their is their all time favorite Disney movie, and I think they have the ability to create new content that keeps these things alive. And I I would love to see them go back. Uh, one of the one of the ones that I think they should redo is the one that gets uh, it gets the most uh, what do you, shade <laughs> is the uh, is the Black Cauldron from yeah. 19, from the mid eighties that everybody talks about was such a box office failure. It's like, that was a huge book. Those, that was a huge book series. And, you know, the audible auto, uh, audio books still, there's a lot of content out there. They could remake that one and, and get it right. You know, go back yeah. and fix what was wrong. I would love to see that. And, you know, more than I want to see them do the same, do the same characters over and over. I think I think it's an interesting balance between what you just said of like I'd like to see them fix some of these things and do some of these things well, which I agree it's interesting. Balance that with I hope they what are some of you ones you hope they never touch because they're just masterpieces, right? Mm. And because I, I wanted to say wouldn't it be cool if they did bed knobs and broomsticks? And I thought to myself, nope, it would not. That movie's well, perfect. I, actually, uh, the actress um, Helen Helen Bottom. Helen Bottom Carter is that her last name Carter? Always good. Yeah, she I think was, so. You know, she, she's Bellatrix in uh, in Harry, uh, Harry Potter yeah. world. But yeah. our, uh, an interview one time because she's been in. She was a fairy godmother in uh, the Cinderella film that I watched this week. Disney's remake of that. She was also in the Alice in Wonderland. She played the Queen of Hearts, where they you know made her head really large. And they in an interview one time, someone asked her if she could be in a Disney remake, which one is she said, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. And if she was in Bedknobs and Broomsticks and it was that, that kind of a take, I think that could be really fun to see what that would be like now. I just wouldn't want them to remake that same movie. It'd have to be different for sure. Like, right. it, But are there any that you're like, I hope they never touch this one? Or are you kind of like open-minded enough to say, hey, you can, nothing's sacred. We can, we can try something. Um, well, I was surprised when they, uh, well, I'm not surprised with anything, with them trying anything, but you know, there's, there's the Pinocchio coming out this year and that's that it, Pinocchio is such a, uh, it's the, the original book, the original content. It's just such a hard thing to make into a, into a movie. I mean, there've been multiple movies of Pinocchio and no, none has been, you know, probably surpassed Disney's animated, animated one. And it's, it's just, it's such a period uh, piece that I'm, I'm always surprised that they'll retry it again, but Hey, it's going to have Tom Hanks in it. So I'm going to watch <laughs> it to see what they do, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a different story. I think the only one that I'm surprised that they're doing at this point is uh, Snow White. I don't, I, I think that might be one that I would have just, you know, it, l leave it up on the museum wall because it, it is kind of a masterpiece in its own time and its own place. I don't know that I would have redone that one. <laughs> Are you, so let me ask you this now. It wasn't too long ago. Somebody remade it in like the Huntsman. Was that kind of like, right. That's a different thing. I'm talking about taking their original movie and remaking. Now they, they may go a completely different direction, I mean, I doubt they're going to use the same music. And are you like are that. you saying that because of like topics in in there, or because there's always the idea of like, I, and you hear this sometimes. You know, you go to your English freshman English class in college, and somebody brings up the fact that these princesses are asleep, and these dudes kiss them without asking permission, and what that teaches. <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff, right? right? That, 
and that, those are cultural cultures change, right? And and some right. stories that landed in a certain time period don't land well in others. Is that the reason, kind of, or is it more have to do with like the the dwarves and and kind of? I know I know that some actual Disney news that we hadn't talked about yet is Peter Dinklage's criticism of this remake, saying, and again, I don't know if he knows what's in it or if he if he's reacting to what he thinks might be in it or or what. But he was very yeah. critical of of them bringing this story to life. Is that kind of why you're, why you're hesitant about this? I think that there, that was some, I've always thought, I mean, it's like if I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect them in, in our culture right now to remake Pocahontas. There are just too many, too many. Uh, it's just not the, it's just not right for right now. I don't, I think people are very sensitive. It would be very difficult to pull that story off without being offensive to somebody, you know? But I, I, again, I just think that I mean, also Snow White is 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 just from a different time. I mean, we got a female uh, character that sings very high. I mean, the songs are very nineteen thirties. I mean, that was. I mean, a soprano. I mean, we are most of our female leads now are altos, and they belt songs. And back then, everything was bird like. I mean, that was what pop music was like in the thirties. That was very common, especially in theater. So it's just kind of its own thing. So I imagine what they're doing now is going to be completely different. So, but I, I do, yeah. I am surprised. It does seem a little problematic uh, it, with in today's culture to pull that off. If there are things that are sacred in the Disney lore, right? You would have to put on that list what we've, we've all mentioned, Cinderella, um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and Pinocchio. I think that in the parks and Peter Pan, so, I think Peter and Pan. Peter Pan. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I agree. But they're so prominent in the parks from the castle to when you wish upon a star, that melody being literally, you hear it every time you watch a Disney movie. Um, I don't right. know if you realize that. That's what that is. It's from, you know, that's that. And then you have Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, which is not just the artwork is iconic and it's all over the parks, but that that ride has been, you know, taken on so many. It's just bit, it's always crowded. There's something about that story and those those legends that are come to life. And it really, even though they're not original, you know, Walt didn't write those stories. They're, it's classic lore. Now it's almost we think of them. It's Disney. It's Disney. It's Disney. When you think of Snow White, you think of the Disney artwork, right? You think of Cinderella, you think of Bippity Boppity Boo, right? You think of Pinocchio, it's 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 Jiminy Cricket and When You Wish Upon a Star and he turns into the donkey, right? And you got mm-hmm. Monstro, the the whale and and it's just so, there's so um there's such time pieces like you said. Uh, they're mm-hmm. such a product of the the, the the time in which they were made. It's very interesting and will be very interesting to see how those get reinterpreted for a, a 2022, you know, 21st century audience that is is very on edge and very picky and very particular and very critical and and very I don't want to come across wrong, but let's just say easily offended. And that's probably wrong. There may be reasons for people to be offended. I, I, right. you know, I don't know, but more, uh, more. It's more. Things are more offensive now, right? And maybe they should be. But you get what I'm saying. Like it's, it's going to be very interesting how they, how they approach all these things. I, 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 I'm grateful for the time that I was born, I, like in the middle of all the Disney movie history, because I have this love of all that came before I was born going back to the thirties and forties and fifties and sixties. I love all that, but I've loved everything they've done 
you know, since I was an adult. But I think there's a there are generations now that are watching anything that's even 2D animation that's not computer animated, that's the old style, that they're not even watching that. Like when I was growing up, people that didn't want to watch black and white movies. It's like anim- animations has gotten older, and now we've got the music. I mean, you've got to have an appreciation from, from music from the 50s and 40s to go back and watch those movies. And, and there's, there are younger generations that all they've got in their to them retro is nineties. <laughs> so that's as far back as, so, I mean, I saw somebody recently talking about, you know, that there, it was in an interview saying that their kids found like Cinderella, just boring, the original, mm. because it, they don't, they don't relate to it musically and it, art style. I mean, it's just so far back now. Some of these, I mean, Snow White, it won't be long before it's a hundred years old. I guess it's, you know, we're at like 85, 90 years old now. What do you so, think that yeah. cutoff point is? Because I remember like when I was a kid in the 80s, you know, like elementary school in the 80s, middle school and high school in the 90s, right? Pino- I've seen Pinocchio 30 to 40 times. Right. Like it, it was like that was that era of Disney, of Disney, you know, the VHS tapes and the video stores. Right. Um, I, me and people, I think in the in their mid to late 30s, early 40s grew up on. Pinocchio and Winnie the Pooh and right. and those properties just became uh, even like I, I know people Winnie the Pooh tattoo you know that those kind of things like <laughs> it, and it's and, and um and, and I wonder where the cutoff is to what when kids are kind of over that right because my kids well, have all I, seen Pinocchio I think this is gonna be I think Disney plus might change some of this because we we did grow up in that generation where you waited for that next video and you collected. I mean, there were so many that they held like Aristocats and some of those that, I mean, they didn't come out till my kids were young. So all my, you know, you were waiting for these things to come out and now, and, and there was still a limited amount of content. Now there's so much content. Uh, when I was, when I was a kid, there were 25, 30 movies. Now there are 60. I mean, talking about just animated Disney movies, not counting Pixar. There's 60 and Kanto yeah. was number 60. So there's just so much more to, to watch. And so you go, if you're, if you're seven years old, are you going to pop in frozen and Encanto, or are you going to go back and watch Dumbo and yeah. Fantasia, but which mm. that was what I grew up on, but are, you know, it just seems well, like things yeah, change. I think, I think it's exactly that. I mean, we talk about the cutoff. I think the cutoff is exactly what you grew up on, what was in the theaters when you were in that elementary to middle school to high school age, because that's what, that's what Disney's kind of really putting in the stores. That's what the kind of lunch, the lunchbox that you'd be taking to school. That's the, you know, the Halloween outfit that you'd be wearing the princess outfit, the, (laughs) you know, the adventurer cool outfit, because again, Dustin, it's like your kids have seen Pinocchio, but you're a big Disney fan. So you're like, all right guys, like this is a good movie. Trust me. But it's like, the average person who they don't really keep up with Disney or maybe they didn't have a parent who showed them Pinocchio. They're not going to go out and don't have good yeah. parents like us. Right, David? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they show hey, kids there, Disney con. There's a Bambi. I mean, they've even got a, a Bambi in a remake in the works. You know, my so. kids, they've seen So here's an interesting little tidbit. Most of the old Disney stuff, especially musical stuff from, um, um, oh gosh, give me the, the big, um, Bambi to um, Pinocchio to um, what's the one the Pollyanna to um, 
all the ones, the, the live action ones, the musicals from like the 60s and, and 70s. Like Mary um, Poppins. Mary Poppins, yes. All, that's where I'm blanking. Total, all those things. My kids have seen all of those in, at school in music wow. class. Huh, so right. lazy music teachers who pop in the movies. <laughs> just <to> show. <laughs> so that's, that's, I guess, good education, though. Hey, that is good education. Every time I ask my kids, have y'all seen this? We're going to watch this. Oh, we saw that at school. Or they could just be telling me that because they don't want to see it. I I don't know. Possibly. But, man, Dad, with you saying The Black Cauldron, how you would love for them to do like a a remake of some of those movies that are good stories but didn't get justice in there animated – it had me thinking, what would I, you know, if I, if, if a Disney executive walked up to me and was like, Hey, John David, you know, whatever you want, man, we're going to do it. We're going to do it for, you know, just whatever. And I was thinking, I think I would probably do either like an Atlantis. That would be a good or, one. You know, like an Atlantis, I think would be really cool. That's one of my top favorites that I'm always like telling people about. And they're like, what? Well, you know, like what's Atlantis? I've never even heard of that. And I would love for them to, I think they could blow that out of the water um something like that i think black cauldron would be great or another thing that popped in my mind was treasure planet which was funny that that popped into my mind because it's actually a remake from a live action it was you know treasure island and then they remade it to treasure planet so it would be it would be hilarious if they remade it to you know 2022 something crazy but those are two that popped into my mind of my favorites that don't get enough you know clout enough appreciation that I'm like, man, they could really blow that out. Did any other like movies pop out to you guys? I think that um, I think Sword in the Stone is is yeah. an interesting one to redo because yeah. there, it's Thank not going to be. It's like Jungle Book. You're not going to do that same '60s wacky Merlin. You know, it's going to be a little bit more serious. Um, but they could keep the undertones and put the songs in the background and things like that, like they've done in some of the others. I think that could be really good. One of the things that, you know, I've noticed that there are a lot of female heroes, like, I mean, little girls have all these princesses, but it's, they've never, it's hard to nail a, a male role model. Like, I mean, Mowgli, Pinocchio, they're not really like, I want to be that guy. Um, like little girls want to be those princesses. I wish they would find some more characters that, you know, little boys go, oh, that's that's a role model right there. You know, yeah. fair enough. If that's I listen, I got, I got I got one for you. Hercules comes close. But Hercules, yeah, that's a good point. Aladdin, oh, yeah. Aladdin is is a little bit different because it's just not that kind of character. They're always learning lessons. They're always tragic figures, right? Um, yeah. They're but. You'll see, but I've got, I've got one. Okay. This is a little off the wall, but if you're going to ask me, they came in and said, we're going to make a live action remake of any cartoon ever. You get to choose. Here's, hear me out on this cars. (laughs) Think this Think It's great. I'm a huge Herbie fan, right? You had Herbie and you had cars come to life back in the sixties. I think with Transformers, think Transformers, think Herbie, mm. give these cars personality. They don't like talk, you know, and they're not telling jokes, but they're they're like you you bring the cars to life. Like maybe even have like a one that's like a night rider. St- you, you you we've done this before, right? I think you could make this entire cars live action thing that would be mm. fantastic. I really do. I think uh, they could do a live action cars. I thought you were going to say Toy Story, and I was like, "Hey, I think that defeats the purpose." Of <laughs> if suddenly people are playing toys now, and huh. <laughs> maybe oh, so you flip it where the toys, the the people are 
Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, we'll know they're we'll know they're desperate if they make a live action Toy Story. Yeah, be like ba- Babes in Toyland, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what it, man. That's that's going back. That's one of the last films that Walt worked on. But I want wow. I want my live action Cars. I really do. I want I want I, I'm I, honestly I think Herbie gets sleep slept on so much doesn't get enough attention. You need to go to Disney well, they, Plus. Listen right now, everybody, listen and go to Disney hey, Plus this weekend and watch the Herbie Love Bug. That, that was another remake. There was the yeah. the Lindsay Lohan version. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I haven't even seen that one. I'm I'm more like Herb. I think Herbie goes to Monte Carlo is one of my favorites. Hmm. <laughs> that's an interesting. I, concept. I, I remember. I remember. I remember watching all of those back in the. I haven't seen the original Herbie in a long time. I need to go back and watch that again. It was like Ford versus Ferrari before it was cool, <laughs> right? Man, um, they spent. <laughs> The special effects back then, when they would split the car in half, and and they're I mean, driving, like, you see that you have the moving background, and, and yeah, you see they're in front of a, a, a moving projector. Yeah. Man, that was that was big, uh, big special effects back then. Days of Thunder's got nothing on it. No, nothing on Herbie. <laughs> hey, Herbie's got a whole uh, section of a of a resort at, at um, Disney World. If you stay at All Star Movies, you can stay in the Herbie. And the love bug. Man. I did not he's know coming, that. He's he's coming out of the building. That's the one I'll I'll, I'll pick if and go and there's a Mighty Ducks section of that hotel. My kids would love that. My kids are obsessed yeah. with Mighty Ducks still. They they all the rooms only sleep four, so you'll have to have two rooms because you're a big family. But but that would be a value resort. I mean, it's a value resort. That would be one that you guys could do and do two rooms. I don't think they have any suites there. I think it's all. Yeah, four, I gotta have too big of a family room. for that stuff. But let me how about this? What if they did a live action remake of like DuckTales? Like we had live ducks. <laughs> Gosh. Like, remember like Howard the Duck, but like a family of live action ducks. And they, I don't want to see that. Oh, I don't come know on. how they would do these <laughs> duck, Donald Duck and all these ducks walking around live action. I don't know if I if I want to be walking down the street and see Donald Duck. That <laughs> no, like so it's get a this. Re- no, here's it's a, a real print. duck in a sailor suit. Think about this. You could do this with all sorts of like the animated Disney characters, right? There's a nuclear um, disaster, you know, Simpson style. And and the animals, like (laughs) Ninja Turtle styles, they get like, they become human-like and they kind of evolve into, you know, uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And that probably is something we'll see on Disney Plus, yes. Even better yet. All right. Okay, that's kind of a 90s take. All right, then more is the multiverse. There's another dimension where the animals are people, right? Kind of like Planet of the Apes. And but it's ducks and and mouses and things like that. Well, it's got to be so, a mouse. We're gonna have to get a mouse in there somehow. Yeah, and then you you normalize this with a you know kind of a premise movie, and then you spin off Ducktales, you know Disney's Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, all these with like live action. There you go. Now I do I I do think that uh, the multiverse idea would be interesting. And remember, uh, man, when I was a kid, when Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out, and suddenly. Mickey Mouse was talking to Bugs Bunny and Donald Duck was playing a piano piece with uh, Daffy Duck. That was like, wow, this yeah. is the, the, it's all these characters are in one multiverse. And I, I kind of always wish that they would bring back, um, you know, they're going to redo Splash Mountain and it's going to be Princess and the Frog. But if it hadn't been Princess and the Frog and I had gotten a vote, I would have said, just throw everybody in one big ride and make it a big. Do it like, amuse- like a Kingdom Hearts. Um, yeah, just like a big, 
we just ride through all these movies and just have scenes from everything and just yeah and i don't know them, how you i don't know how you would have a i don't know why it would be a log flume but i just think like man if you just went, rode through a bunch of great disney songs and scenes they could have had i mean maybe it's all the ones that take place in the woods we could have just seen some well, yeah uh, they could have great yeah they could have done that and then made them like not permanent so every year they could switch it out with the new movie so it could just be an ever-changing ride and every time you go it'd be a a new movie that'd be that'd be fun maybe we need to maybe we need to get all these movie <laughs> ideas and just go to disney and pitch them because yeah, they should honestly gold. like this is what i'm saying they should put us in charge of some of this stuff like we, <laughs> i think because i think my live action ducktales no i'm joking i'm totally kidding about that that was no, i mean kind of half kidding you know yeah, so hey, uh, any, Disney Imagineering, uh, email us at Why I Love Disney Podcast. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we'll be there. Hey, hey, if if they can reimagine Mickey Mouse and Goofy in this new style, where I mean, sometimes Goofy just looks like he's been run over by a a train. <laughs> they could do anything. So, I mean, well, I think I think I think we could have the Ninja Turtle version of everything. Because I mean, the IP's coming up. We don't even need their permission. We can just do this ourselves. We yeah, just need funding. Yeah. We just need funding for our <laughs> listeners. We want to fund a live action Mickey Mouse movie. We, yeah. <laughs> hey, we didn't we didn't talk about this, but you know there are a lot of remakes. I'm not. They're not actually remakes, but they're also parts to movie like Haunted Mansion movies and Pirates of the Caribbean movies and Jungle Cruise movies. Maybe we can talk about those at some point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Attraction movies. Yeah, great idea. That's so, that's so awesome. Before we wrap up. I want to look towards the future. So far, I know we have Little Mermaid confirmed for a remake. We have Pinocchio. Is that right, Dad? We have Pinocchio confirmed. Hercules. Yeah. Um, this year, this year we're supposed to get Peter Pan and Wendy, and Pinocchio to Disney Plus. Uh, in 2023, The Little Mermaid, and then others in the works are Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, uh, Robin Hood. I haven't heard much about that one. Have you? I haven't heard a lot. All I've heard is like speculation about how they're going to do it. Cause you know, Disney's is it's animated with animals, you know, Robin Hood's a Fox and that's one of my favorites. So I'm excited to see it, but I wonder if they're going to remake it with the animals or remake same storyline with humans. It will be interesting. Yeah. It ha- it's I, I, it's gotta be animals. It's gotta be animals. Yeah. but I, I don't know yeah. if that'd be cheese. Kind of my duck tells, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm not sure how that works, <laughs> but I don't know how that, how that story, it just, that works because of the music and the animals and the, in the voices, but I'm curious to see. It's one of my all time. That's probably like you, JD. It's one one of my all time favorite Disney movies. I've mm-hmm. seen it more one than of, anything. One yeah. of the few movies that's a complete animal cast, besides Bambi, um, Lion, Lion King, King. Um, Robin Hood, and I guess Utopia. You'd put in that. There's no there are new no humans in the movie, so it will be interesting to see Sword in the Stone, Lilo and Stitch. Um, Stitch. I don't know how they're going to do Stitch. It's going to be a scary. It's going to be scary. <laughs> well, I will say this: there's a template for this. Like Sonic the Hedgehog, the the new one was really good, really good with Jim Carrey as the bad guy. And it, you didn't, I didn't think it didn't look like it would be right. You just couldn't right. imagine how they could pull this off, and they did. And so I have a lot of hope. Like I think of Lilo and Stitch kind of in that vein. That if they if they nail the characters and and they that's something else that might be. I, it's interesting that you say that because given our conversation that could be a really they could hit that i could see that working hmm. uh the others on the list are the hunchback of notre dame bambi hercules and the aristocats yeah 
But I think yeah. I've heard of one time or other, it seems like you've heard a rumor that everything was being remade. So we'll see. Those are some of the still on the list. And if we live long enough, they all will be. <laughs> yes. But I would like to see them. I'm still voting. Let's go back and, and redo Black Cauldron and get that where it should be. That's a great idea. I love it. Hey, guys, thank This is a lot of fun. I love this topic. This is really, really uh, interesting stuff to dive into. Um, and that's why we love Disney. You, you have so much now. Like you said, 60, 60 animated movies and not counting the Pixar and all and all the other properties that they have and we can just talk about this stuff to your to your blue in the face or till till kingdom come because man there's <laughs> always something new coming out there's always something that can be remade and man just get to explore all these options i get to like you know fantasize about my weird uh live action ducktails and, and david with his weird uh you know gothic black cauldron remake and and all kinds of stuff like that but we get to talk about this because it's why we love disney to imagine and create and talk about this stuff we'd love to know why you love disney what do you which movies do you love which what things would you, what are your favorite remakes and what would yeah. you like to see remade if you if they came to you and asked you your opinion let us know you can get with us at whyilovedisney.com also on Instagram and Twitter check us out there um, also leave us a review five stars only we prefer that um, and it helps get the word out about what we're doing but thank you for your time David, JD always a pleasure can't wait till next week awesome. alright see you guys later bye take care